Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Let me fix my microphone. Nah, professional radio guy. How you doing? Yeah, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music or indeed our bread and butter which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yes, and uh, that's by way of an introduction. I think that's possibly the first time I've done the intro at the start. (laughs) Ah, There you go. Uh, You would think I'm kind of getting used to this by now, but 200 odd episodes and all that. Uh, Indeed, yes, welcome. We have quite a huge back catalogue of episodes, by the way, uh, if this is your first show. Uh, please do consider going along and checking those out. There's a wealth of material back there, uh, definitely worth delving into. If anything, I've been doing that myself over this last while, just reminding myself of uh, some of the shows we've produced over the years. And um, there's some quite juicy content, you know, that is kind of still relevant today. So, uh uh, yeah, go back and have a look through and some delve through the archives, I suppose. And yeah, there's a wealth of stuff there. Anyway, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm filling you in on what I've been up to this past week and just delving through the archives. But uh, yes, if you would like to help support the show, like every other podcast out there, yes, we do have a Patreon. So yeah, if you want to be part of the Patreon faithful, then go over there to Patreon, click on support, and. Every click is really appreciated and really helps to keep the wheel turning here. Plus, you'll get your mitts on loads of extra stuff, uh, including episodes of Big Rab Show Plus, yeah, which are exclusive for Patreon-only subs, and our weekly catch-up of our Fuse FM Battle Money radio show. So if you do happen to miss it when it goes out live, then, yeah, that's where you can go and catch it again. You can download it and re-listen to the entire thing. So that's a two-hour live radio show in your pocket. There you go. Anyway, so that aside, I have to remind you again about our ongoing promotion with the book, the incredible book that is Finding Bagpipe Freedom. Yes, we mention it with each and every episode, but for good reason. We actually got quite a number of messages about it there uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, when we had our Christmas list episode, you know, the 12 products of Christmas. Well, yeah, that book definitely featured on there. And again, just to remind you that if you do want to pick up a copy, then use the promo code big rab and you'll get money off at the checkout so if you are going to be purchasing this book as a christmas gift then please do take advantage of our promo code and uh yeah you just save money just by listening to the podcast so there you go indeed quite an awesome book by the way if you haven't actually checked that out that's definitely worth reading um yeah for sure anyway Oh, speaking of finding bagpipe freedom, yeah, I have to give a shout out to Camille Late, actually, the, one of the authors of the book. Uh, yeah, she featured on a recent episode of the Droning On podcast, which was absolutely brilliant. I really thoroughly enjoyed that episode. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't checked out the Droning On podcast yet, then please do. It's quite an awesome podcast. Uh, Long form conversations, and they can unpack a lot of things. And it was just awesome hanging out with Camille and, and Jim, and just yeah, it was quite an awesome conversation. So, if you are 
interested in finding out more information behind the scenes with Camille and how the book was put together, then go and check that out. The most recent episode of the Droning On pod. Yeah. I think even I featured on there as well a while ago as well. So, yeah, there is a Big Rab Show episode. A Big Rab episode, indeed. You can go and have a listen to that. Yeah, so shout out to the Droning On pod. Definitely worth a listen for sure. There you are. Okay. So, that being said, let's get into the actual show, shall we? Uh, yeah, I have to mention, each and every week we start the show with listener mail. And we, we got quite a few bits of listener mail this past week. Uh, but they were all kind of of the same irk, I suppose. All wishing us all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and everything. Uh, a lot of people out there really seem to enjoy our 12 Products of Christmas episode again. And we will direct you to that if you are interested. It's still available. And uh, a lot of folks out there using that as a point of reference. So I'm glad it was useful. (laughs) And everyone's saying, do we do this every year? Yes, we do. We produce this episode every year. Uh, So thank you for all the emails and such. Wishing us a happy holidays and saying thank you for the episode. So that's much appreciated, guys. Thank you. Now, this week on the podcast, we've got a wealth of news to get through. There's been quite a busy week in the piping scene. It seems to be that pipers, drummers, musicians, organizations, and all sorts of putting on announcements all over the place, all ahead of the holidays. So, yeah, we've got quite a busy episode to get through. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to sit and read out all of your emails because there is quite a number of them. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who was saying thanks for all the episodes and for the 12 products of Christmas specifically and also for all the kind wishes for the happy holidays so thank you everyone really appreciate that now yeah you guessed it if you do want to send us in an email that email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com yeah we always do love getting correspondence in and we do our best to try and either broadcast your email or we respond to you in some form or other Uh, so your email never goes unnoticed it does reach us here in the big rab show and it might not hit the air but we will make an effort to respond to you if you do reach out and contact the show so hopefully that'll make sense indeed so there you go send us in your emails bigrabshow at gmail.com Alrighty. Now, <clears throat> you guessed it. It's that time of the week again. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Music. Ah, yes. This week's Word of the Week is kind of an unusual one. And you might think, uh, Rob, this is a music-based podcast. Why is the Word of the Week music? Well, if anything, I think in recent weeks and months, we've kind of lost a bit of sight whenever it comes to rebuilding and refocusing our piping scene. There's been a serious amount of focus by ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, specifically with getting folks back to band practice again and back playing again. And the excitement, like we've said, is palpable and all the rest, but it's also equally stressful. We do know a lot of folks out there are really particularly struggling trying to get to grips with their instrument again after possibly two years of not playing it. Uh, So, yeah, we know that that the stress is real, and it's certainly not to be underestimated, but we, we wanted to focus on the music this week. We wanted to remind you that the reason you lifted that instrument in the first place is because you loved its music, you know? And as you guess... 
as you get to hear more from this week's show, there's never been a better time <laughs> to look at the potential music for this incredible instrument. There's a lot of new releases coming up. Quite an exciting time to be involved in the creative circle, but also in the playing circle as well. So if you, yeah, if you are lifting your instrument and deciding to yourself, ah, I hate this. This is, you know, it's horrible. Go on the band practice two nights a week in the freezing cold. Why am I even bothering? I've been playing the same MSR now for like weeks and I still can't get the third part in Astro Spay and I'm just going to give up. Well, don't give up. Do not despair. <laughs> Remind yourself that, yeah, you absolutely loved the music at one point and that's the reason you decided to play. So that's this week's Word of the Week. The music. And I think that's where the focus should be, I suppose. There you are. So, Word of the Week, of course, if you are uh, over there on Patreon, you can go and help uh, suggest possible future Words of the Week. Now, keep them away from the four-letter words that we can't broadcast, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, if you do want to help suggest a Word of the Week, then definitely go over there to Patreon and suggest one, indeed. Now, normally, at this point in the show we would be having our weekly drone but you guessed it there's no weekly drone because we did say cheerio to our voice of weekly drone a couple of weeks ago now so yeah Aaron McElwain has now left the Big Rab Show team and he's now part of the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch working away there uh, so yeah we knew we now no longer have a voice for weekly drone now we have opened the doors for you guys to send us in your auditions that we are holding open auditions for the weekly drone so if you would like to be a weekly part of the show and reading out weekly drones here on the show then why not send us in your audition uh it's we've been asked a whole load of questions about this about what do you want me to send well we've got quite a lot of interest in this i'll say that (laughs) there's a load of people out there who are very interested in becoming the new voice of the weekly drone and we're dead excited about that but we are being deliberately vague with this whenever we had Aaron McElwain reading the weekly drone here on the big rab show he definitely made it his own he put his own stamp on it with music and everything his own tone of voice and delivery was quite unique and Aaron was a bit of a rock star when it came to the weekly drone he made it his own so we're asking you guys to do the same we're asking you to make this slot your own and do with it as you will you know if you want to talk over some heavy rock music or some funk reggae or whatever make it your own you know and what we're suggesting to you is to make up a weekly drum just absolutely just pluck a story out of the air you know once upon a time there was a humpty dumpty sat on the wall that kind of thing just make up a story so we can hear your voice delivering that story in the style that you want to deliver it and if you want to edit it with transitions with backing music like i just suggested different things like that then of course yeah let us have it but i do have to stress that whatever you're going to be editing and producing it has to be sustainable because let's face it we're a weekly show and this segment is weekly so if each weekly drone you edit will take a month to produce then obviously that's not sustainable so do keep that in mind whenever you're sending in your audition this is not going to be an easy task i dare say a lot of people said well um are you deliberately keeping it vague and then just letting us crash and burns no not at all (laughs) if anything we're wanting to see how creative you guys are out there we know how creative you can be because uh yeah, we've witnessed it firsthand with quite a lot of stuff from over the years. So 
yeah, give it some thought. Over the holidays, you have up until the end of January to email us in your open audition. Uh, but you have to stress on the title of your email, Weekly Drone Audition. All right? Just put that in the subject title so it definitely doesn't get lost. Uh, so, yeah, please do put it in your email, bigrabshow gmail.com, Weekly Drone Audition. All right? So, yes, make up a story droning or complaining about something or even praising something in the piping scene and make it completely your own. Indeed, we want to hear your voice delivering your story and being as entertaining as possible, I guess. So there you are. Have at it and good luck. (laughs) Now, like I said, full disclosure, we have had quite a bit of interest in this. uh, So... Uh, yeah do take some time on this and uh yeah winners like i said or the winner i suppose will be chosen at the end of january and we will hopefully by then have a new voice for weekly drone and uh yeah we'll hit the ground running because the weekly drones are still coming in by the way uh so yeah i guess people have a lot to complain about over the holidays i suppose but yeah there you go good luck the weekly auditions are now open so get your audition tapes into us, record it as an mp3 and email at bigrabshow at gmail.com and you could be the next voice of Weekly Drone. We'd love to hear from you. Alrighty. Okay, well, opportunities aside, let's get into the actual news, shall we? Yeah, well, there's been so much this past week. Again, I'm going to have a bit of a disclaimer here that if there are stories that we neglect to talk about or just don't mention at all, then, uh, yeah, I guess it's our fault because there's just been so much this week. There's been so much. It's kind of crazy. I'm looking at my script here, and it's just insane. So we'll do what we can to get through it, okay? So let's get through it, shall we? Starting at the beginning, there was a bit of an announcement just last week uh, from Thunderstruck, the play. Yes, do you guys remember we talked about this a while ago, about how it launched at Pipe and Live, and then it had it run at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and then it seems to be going from strength to strength. Well, they put out quite an exciting announcement not too long ago that they, yeah, they've got funding from the Creative Scotland Fund, which will now enable the Thunderstruck play to go on a bit of a Scotland tour. Now, for full details on this, of course, go and check out Thunderstruck the play on social media, but this is incredible news. To see that this play, yeah, it's it's growing even more. And it's going to be expanding and going on a bit of a, a tour throughout Scotland. And who knows, possibly the globe after that. Because we do know, I think it actually did play internationally in Australia and things like that. So, yeah, I'm all for it. If anything, I've yet to see it. <laughs> I still haven't seen this. But, yeah, I'm dying to. I'd really love to see this play. So, yeah. I dare say there'll be more opportunities next year because they're hoping to do this tour in Scotland in 2022. So we will keep our finger on the pulse as they announce more dates and everything for where you can go and see this. But very exciting news that they managed to secure that funding then from Creative Scotland. So absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Well, from positive news till some negative news, I suppose. Yeah, there was a bit of an announcement from the Scottish Schools Pipe Band Championships to say that they've had to postpone their school's pipe band championships, which were due to be held in March 2023. Uh, Well, they're going to be held in 2023 now. Uh, So, yeah, see, this is me reading my script backwards, I suppose. But, yeah, the announcement came out saying, of course, you know, due to current restrictions and everything that's happening here in the UK with the pandemic, uh, the organising committee had made the reluctant decision to postpone the event until 2023. 
This is quite awful news, I suppose, and especially gotten for all the kids who were preparing and looking forward to such an event. And, uh, yeah, if you look at the Scottish uh, Schools Pipe Band Championships website, they give a full Q&A as to what kind of went into the thinking behind the championships, you know, but all the different options they considered about possibly taking it to another venue, to a different concert hall, perhaps, or even running the event outdoors and stuff. And they address every point in turn. The statement itself is really quite detailed and interesting. And if you are more interested in the how this, this decision was taken, then go along to the Scottish Schools Pipe Band Championships website. The statement's up there now. Um, but let's just say that every single possible option was looked at here before such a reluctant decision was made. So, yeah, really sorry to hear that. That won't be happening next year. We were looking forward to it here in the Big Rab Show. It is quite a huge event drawing uh, from schools all across Scotland. So, yeah, there's always some great performances come out from that too. So, yeah, it's really sorry news. But uh, we hope that they will get back again, I suppose, for March 2023. And dare say we're going to see some real blistering performances from that. Indeed. Now, with that in mind, there was some positive news, I suppose. There's been a little bit of an announcement. Well, in fact, it's been going on for a while now. The Balmoral School of Piping have actually launched their winter workshop. And this will all be held online. It's going to be running from February the 4th to the 6th. And they have some quite awesome piping instructors invited to this. They have Roddy McLeod, Andrew Carlyle, Bruce Gandy and Robert Matheson. What? Yeah, so for more information, of course, go to bagpiping.org for more information and where you can get signed up for this online winter workshop. Very excited about that. Now, I have to say, this is not for drummers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they are, yeah, there's a lot of piping on offer here, but, yeah, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. There is stuff there for drummers, too. So for more information, of course, go and check it out. So, uh, yeah, bagpiping.org for full information about the winter workshop is coming up in February next year. Awesome stuff. Okay, there was a couple of announcements actually come out from our RSPBA headquarters. There was one announcement about the solo drumming events throughout next year. And there's been a little bit of changing of venues and different events and different things. It's been a little confusing over this last while as to what event exactly is doing what. And... Yeah, if you do want it to get for that pre-qualification spot for the World Solos in October, then there's certain events that you need to get to and actually win to have that pre-qualification spot. Now, we've talked about this here on the Rab Show before. The World Solo Drumming Championships, especially at senior senior level, that pre-qualification spot is vitally important. It's so important, in fact, that it could, you know, it could dictate the reason you actually either win or not play so well on a particular day, you know, because it's one less run you have to do if you're already pre-qualified. So this is a huge deal. So this is quite vital information for anyone considering playing in the world solos and drumming in October next year. Now, they give the full details here on the RSPBA website, so go and check that out, rspba.org, where they have... uh, I'm going to list these, right? Hashtag list and everything. Uh, But yes, the Intercontinental Solo Drumming Championship will be on the 19th of February, and that will be held in Dunedin. Yeah, so that's the Intercontinental Solo Drumming Championship. So yeah, it's difficult to say in a podcast, especially for me. Uh, But yes, and then after that, we have the Scottish Solo Drumming Championship. That's on the 2nd of April. That's in James Young High School there in West Lothian. We have the Euros, the European Solo Drumming, uh, which is going to be held in Fife, of course. 
And then we have the British solo drumming, which have yet to be confirmed, but that's going to be happening on the 8th of August. Yeah. Oh, well, and the Euros on the 23rd of April. I think I've already mentioned that. Yeah. So, and then the UKs are, again, unconfirmed. We don't know where they're going to be, but we do know that they're going to be held here in Northern Ireland somewhere. So the UK solos are going to be on the 3rd of September with a venue yet to be confirmed. So for more information on all of this, then go along to rspba.org. There is quite a lot of information to unpack here about the various events and stuff that you need to attend. And if you do want to be pre-qualified, these are the ones that you want to hit. Alrighty. So uh, rather than me try and read it again another hashtag list, go along to the RSPBA website, the full details there of all those championships, the Intercontinental, the Scottish, the Euros, the British and the UKs, they're all up there now on the RSPBA site and uh, all of that, your playing requirements, your entry, all that stuff, it's all up there now. Speaking of the RSPBA, I did say there was a couple of announcements. There was a second one actually published not too long ago on December 10th uh, from the RSPBA, which detailed the plan requirements for the 2022 season. Now, this is all sorts of amazing because they break it down by grade and exactly what you should be playing on the day of the competition. Now, I'm only going to mention grade one here. But, of course, they mention all five grades, including uh, the novice juvenile grades as well. So, yeah, all details are up here. But I'm just going to briefly mention the grade one. The British kicking things off in Inverclyde at the start of the season, the 21st of May, for grade one is going to be a medley competition. Now, I don't know about you, but I think it's normally been an MSR for the first of the season. So, you guessed it. It normally runs in sequence. So, medley MSR, medley MSR. So that's what's happening, which now means that the UKs in Lurgan are going to be an MSR. Yeah. And the Euros then, after that, on the 25th of June and Inverness, are going to be medley. There you are. And then we have the Scottish at Dumbarton, which is always possible. Well, for me, arguably the most interesting, that's an, that's an MSR. There you are. And then, of course, for the Worlds, you have to play two medleys, two MSRs, as always. So you're British, and grade one is medley. UK's MSR, Euros, medley, Scottish, MSR. And then your Worlds, you're drawing all your sets. There you go. So go and check out the details for your own respective grades. Now, again, I'm only mentioning grade one here. Uh, but definitely go and have a look at that listing. If anything, I see this as a very positive step, that they're advising bands already about the playing requirements. Because we, they do know that bands are furiously preparing as best they possibly can. So they need to know what they're going to be playing in our major championships. So... Full details are up there all the way from grade 1 all down to grade 4B. All the full listings of all your prescribed tunes and your playing requirements are all up there. So, yeah, if your band is not aware of it, then please do make them aware of it. (laughs) Very important information there, for sure. So, playing requirements all up there now on the RSPBA website. Go and have a read at it. Now, I have to give a mention to the Blackthorn Piping Society, who tonight are actually opening their doors in the Discover Ulster Scott Centre there in Belfast. Yeah, tonight's their Christmas party, and their featured piper, I think, uh, for Christmas is Alan Ferguson. They are, of course, from Matt Boyd Memorial. Go on, the Matt Boyd! Yeah, I have to do that, apparently. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to the Blackthorn Piping Society, opening their doors for their Christmas party tonight. Indeed, as I'm recording this, so that's the 15th, 15th of December. Boys, dear, where the year go? But yeah, looking forward to January, actually, as the Blackthorn Pipers will open their door again, I'm sure. But they have yet to announce who their featured piper will be. And I'll definitely let you guys know the crack once that happens. Yeah. Alrighty. 
Now, I have to give a bit of an announcement uh, that the Pipers and Pipe Band Society of Ontario, yeah, they announced their anniversary composition contest winners. I did mention this on a previous Big Rab show that to help celebrate their 75th anniversary, they were running a competition with some real cash prizes. And the cash prizes were not to be sneezed at. I think first place, first place for the 2-4 competition was a grand that's not to be sneezed at. And if anything, the winner of that was Sean Summers from Calgary in Alberta. So well done, Sean. You're a thousand dollars richer, mate, for entering that. So awesome stuff. Uh, so then I think uh, there was a 4-4 competition as well. Uh, yeah, there was a 2-4 competition and a 4-4 competition. And the 4-4 competition title went to Tyler Bridge. There you are. So, yeah, well done, guys. And for more information on who got second and third and all the rest, then, uh, yeah, go and check that out. It's up there on their website now, ppbso.org, uh, for the winners of their 75th anniversary composition contest. Now, there's also videos and stuff up there of the actual performances of the tunes themselves that these guys managed to compose. So, uh yeah, go and have a listen to it. Yeah, they're actually quite catchy, especially the 4-4. I really love that. Anyway, I seem to be a bit of a sucker for 4-4 marches. Anyway, that's just me. Right, moving swiftly on. I have to mention uh, just yesterday, actually, December 14th from when we're recording this podcast, marks quite a significant anniversary here in the piping scene. Yes. You guessed it, as soon as I mentioned that date, December 14th, that's kind of tattooed on the memories of quite a number of piping fans here in the UK and around the world. That was the day that we lost a legend, Gordon Duncan. Back in 2005, Gordon Duncan sadly passed away on December 14th. And around the internet, it was ablaze with music and performances and videos and documentaries and just it was a real good time i suppose to be on social media yesterday as it seemed to be flooded with memorials to a piping legend uh the late gordon duncan so i don't know about you guys but most of yesterday i spent most of my time just listening to gordon duncan tunes and uh you know listening to old recordings of course of uh you know vale of athol and oh i just had the best possible time being completely Kind of reminiscent, I suppose, of what a legend Gordon was. And if you aren't aware of Gordon Duncan at all, and uh, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast, because I'm sure everyone listening to the pod right now, being a piping fan, will have a story, a memory, or some reason to have a connection with Gordon Duncan. And uh, yeah, I think even still today, his music is still very relevant and I would urge you to go along to a website, Bagpipe News, bagpipe.news. We use it quite a lot here in the Big Rab Show. And there's quite a huge article, all published by the guys at the National Piping Centre, uh, with inserts from Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton, Alan Bevan. There's, yeah, there's quite a lot. Quite a lot. Sorry, no, Alan McDonald, sorry. Uh, there's quite a lot of kind of, I don't know, inserts I suppose where people tell their story you know and their own experience of playing with Gordon or knowing him and yeah it really warms the heart so for those of you who are still mourning the loss of a piping legend then I would urge you to spend some time reconnect with the music again that word of the week but also check out that article on bagpipe.news and uh, pays tribute to such a piping legend for sure so there you are Quite a sad anniversary behind this. Uh, but on to more positive news. I have to give a mention to Rora. Rora! 
Yes. Now, you guys know I'm a huge Rora fan. We had their fiddle player, actually. Jack was on the show uh, here on the podcast a while ago, where we talked all about Rora and their album, Live from the Old Fruit Market. Well, I've been telling you guys, fans of Rora specifically, that uh, they've been working behind the scenes on something a little sneaky. And, um, yeah, they put out an announcement saying that they're going to be ready to launch it at the Celtic Connections Festival in the 5th of February, just around the corner. It's called Rora, Our Voices Echo. Now, this is featuring such artists like, brace yourselves, Ross Ainsley, Duncan Chisholm, Julie Fowlis, Michael McGoldrick, and Hannah Rarity. Oh, my God. Yep, it's absolutely incredible. I cannot wait for this. And, yes, it's available for pre-order now, so just go to the Rora website. That's R-U-R-A, and look for Our Voices Echo and pre-order your copy now. Now, if you do manage to pre-order a copy, you do get a little bit of a sneak preview track as a result. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that front, but I think I'll maybe play a little clip of it just at this point. Just to kind of give you a little bit of a taste of what's on the album. And another further step that sadly never will feel at home no matter how long I may stay. So take this heart of gold and melt it down and I'll come around I'll Just a little tiny clip there of uh, their special pre-order release track from the album. So uh, that's called Take This Heart of Gold, featuring Hannah, Hannah Rarity there. And yeah, oh, if that track is anything to go by, I cannot wait to hear the rest of the album. That's going to be insane. So the whole thing now is available for pre-order, plus you get that, that whole entire track if you do order it now. And then you have to wait until February 5th to get the rest of it. So yeah. Like I said, go along to Rora's website, go and pre-order that. You will not regret it. And uh, as you've just heard there, that's absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Okie dokie, let's move on. Now, as I mentioned on previous podcasts now for the past couple of weeks, the Red Hot Chili Pipers, along with the Royal Dragoon Guards, are going to be releasing a brand new charity single. This is called, this is called The Heroes of St. Valerie. Yeah. Now, this is all to help raise money for the Royal British Legion and helping them celebrate their centenary year. So, yeah, for you fans of the Chili Pipers, or even for your fans out there of the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards, then this is definitely one for you. Now, it's actually available now. You can go and order it through iTunes or Amazon and all of those usual sources. And uh, I'm, again, I'm going to play a little tiny clip of it just to give you a bit of an idea. It's been getting quite a lot of radio play over here in the UK. And uh, it's quite a cool track. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. And the Chilis have actually been performing this live 
to all sorts of raucous reactions. It's been fantastic. So let's hear a little clip of it here, actually, just to give us an idea of what this sounds like. That was the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards and the Red Hot Chili Pipers there and the Heroes of St. Valerie. Like I said, this charity single is now available, so yeah, you can go and stream it or download it and buy it and all the rest and help raise some much needed money for charity. So shout out to the Red Hot Chili Pipers and to the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards. Very excited for this new release. It's quite an awesome track. And like I said, they have been playing it live on their recent dates here in the UK. And crowds just go nuts for it, man. They absolutely love it. And I suppose with the introduction and everything that's on there, there's not a dry eye in the house. It's yeah, such an emotional tune and everything. So, wow, is all I'm going to say. But go and check that out. Brand new uh, charity single then by the Red Hot Chilies and the Royal Scots Garden Guards. Indeed. Now, I have to give a mention to a lot of pipe bands, actually, who were involved in the 50th annual Channel 7 Christmas pageant. Yeah, now I'd have to give a mention to there's too many bands here. All right, now it seems to be you folks down there in Australia were having the best possible crack. I didn't tell any of us here in the UK until these videos managed to hit online. So shout out to Perth Highland and Scotch College. Yeah, Perth Metro Pipe Band, the Western Australian Police Pipe Band, and more. There's so many bands involved in this, and uh, I just wanted to give you a huge mention and uh, that you were all awesome. Awesome! Yeah, so if you are interested, we have uploaded it. Well, we have not uploaded, but we've shared all those videos out there, of course, on the Rab Show social media, on our Facebook and whatnot. So go and check those out. And uh, all those bands in action at the Channel 7 Christmas pageant. Indeed. What's not to love? Now, we've seen recent announcements from various different festivals and stuff who are adding to their lineup, including Hebkelt and others. And for more information, of course, I would like you, if you have tickets to these events, Go and check the websites again, because in recent days and weeks, they've been adding to their lineups. These festivals that were already kind of awesome, with a lot of Celtic and folk music bands involved, are now getting bigger, with even more announcements happening, it seems to be all the time. And now, rather than me announce festival by festival, and who the latest bands are, I would urge you, if you have tickets for these events, go and check them out for yourself. And uh, because... Again, I'd be sitting here reading a hashtag list. For example, Hebkelt. I've just mentioned it. It's going to be happening the 13th to the 16th of July in Stornoway in the Isle of Lewis. Well, we did mention the bands such as Skippinish, the Elephant Sessions were going to be there as well. Hesk were going to be there. So many bands. And they've added to the lineup some quite big announcements, actually. Shout out to Texas. Yeah, Texas will be there. C6 Steve as well, with his bluesy goodness. Uh, Julie Foulis will be there as well. Admiral Fallow, which I'm not I'm not aware of who Admiral Fallow is. Rora will be there. Trail West will be there. Uh, Blue Rose Code, Siobhan Miller. Tidelines will be there as well. You get the idea. I think they're going to be continuing adding to this lineup as it gets closer to the date than there in July. So... Uh, yeah, for more information on any festival tickets that you have, then please go to their website now. Go and check them out because they are adding to these dates more characters, I suppose. And uh, 
yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that front because it's an ever-changing situation because they just, as soon as they announce one thing with one artist, it seems to be, bang, it's all changed and, uh, and there's someone else now. And so, yeah, we just couldn't keep up with it this week. There was too many announcements, I suppose, for festivals. But there you go. We'll do what we can to keep up on the social media page and uh, you can go and check out the listings yourselves. Indeed. Alrighty, I have to give a mention to the Celtic Connections Festival. Yep, it's just around the corner. January can't come quick enough and we're really looking forward to Celtic this year. It's going to be quite an awesome festival. If you haven't looked at the entire festival lineup yet, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Go to CelticConnections.com, full listings are up there. And uh, it's shaping up to be quite an awesome event this year, not going to lie. And for us piping fans, there's been one announcement that really piqued my interest this past week. And that is Ross Ainsley. Yeah, Ross Ainsley's actually launching a film. What? Everyone's... What are you talking about? Yeah, a film. Ross Ainsley and the Sanctuary Band live at the Gorbals. Yeah, do you guys remember back in 2020 when Ross Ainsley released a studio album called Vanna? Well, yeah, it was kind of launched to critical acclaim. Everyone absolutely loved it, myself included. Well... As part of this album, they had an accompanying film. Ross Ainsley and the Sanctuary Band performed live at the Gorbals. And we're going to use this live performance to kind of launch the album and everything. But as you guys know, of course, COVID was a thing. And I don't know, it just didn't happen, I suppose. But here we are now. We have this film ready for release. And they're going to be screening it at Celtic Connections. Now, this is all sorts of interesting. So, yeah, I didn't know that there was an accompanying film for Vanna, and I'm dead interested in this. So, for those of you who haven't got a copy of Ross Ainsley's Vanna, by the way, it's quite an interesting album. It's kind of a concept album where you can't actually just play individual tracks. It's where you put it on track one and just press play, you know, and the entire thing plays out as a whole musical journey. It's really quite cool. Uh, so shout out to Ross Ainsley and the Sanctuary Band. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that live at the Gorbals. So yeah, who knows? I might actually make the journey over there to see if I can catch that. So of course, for ticket information and whatnot, again, check out the Celtic Connections website, CelticConnections.com for all your tickets and stuff. That's where you go and grab them. Indeed. Now, I have to give a plug this week, and a shameless plug, no doubt, to LT Tenor Drumming. Yeah, LT Tenor Drumming on social media put out a bit of an advertisement that they have ebooks available for tenor drumming, basically. Uh, they have ebooks on such as Playing with Confidence, Flourishing to New Heights, apparently, and also Always Learning and Improving. So, yeah, I'm really interested in these. Uh, so, yeah, for more information, go to lttenordrumming.com. So this could be one for your tenor drummer in your life. Uh, so the three books available, Part A, Part B, Part C, like I just listed. And, uh, yeah, I'm really intrigued with this. Now, I'm not a tenor drummer, and even I would like to have a joke at these. Apparently, um, there's also, like, tutorial videos available for purchase through the website uh, where you can get access to, like, a Dropbox folder, and you can watch these videos back, like, a million times at your leisure. Uh, but, yeah, accompanying videos to go along with these beginner guides to tenor drums, yeah, that's quite intriguing. So, yeah, go and check that out, LT Tenor Drumming. Uh, so lttenordrumming.com is the website uh, so if you are interested in those books then go and check those out yeah now i suppose it is the season to be jolly and all that you know the, se- the holidays are just around the corner and that always kind of spells one thing for us here in the big rab show that means that ross miller starts producing incredible videos 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ross Miller has started, I suppose, his video journey. Uh, he's actually released one just yesterday, I think, or a couple of days ago, uh, with four Ross Millers playing Little Town of Bethlehem. And you talk about epic. You think one Ross Miller is enough, but no, four of them's even better. All dressed in Christmas jumpers playing bagpipes. It's just brilliant. So go and check that out. It's up there now on Ross Miller's uh, YouTube channel. And of course, we've shared out the video, of course, on that Big Rab Show Facebook page. So shout out to Ross Miller. Very enjoyable. And I'm looking forward to seeing more in this series uh, because there's always a few of them, you know. And as soon as he drops video number one, everyone's going, oh, that was amazing. Where's the next? So, yeah, there will be more, I dare say, from Ross Miller uh, as the holidays approach, indeed. Now, I have to give a mention to a few bands, actually, who are back in practice. I have to give a shout to St. Thomas alumni who are back for a two-day practice. I think this is the first time they've had a two-day practice since two years ago. So, yeah, shout out to St. Thomas. You guys are awesome. Who uploaded a couple of photographs and stuff from their practice. And uh, yeah, it was just awesome to see us all back together playing again. I also have to mention Fife Police as well. We're back again playing a few concert settings and stuff and a few competition sets as well, apparently. So again, just awesome to see more bands getting back to practice again and uh, just, yeah, enjoying playing together. You know, again, it brings me back to that word of the week. The music, people are discovering it again and finding it. And that's exactly what it's about, folks, the music, indeed. Now, speaking of music and new music, for that matter, I have to give a mention this week to James McKenzie. Yeah, James Duncan McKenzie, for, to be exact. Yes, now, a lot of you guys out there may well know James McKenzie as being the 2019 Northern Meat and Silver Medalist or previous bagpiper with the Celtic music powerhouses that are Braybrack. Well, James has actually announced, well, just today, in fact, from recording this, that he's going to be releasing his first book called The James Duncan McKenzie Collection. This will include 70 compositions, including 52 of them for Highland bagpipes and 18 for other instruments, that exceed the usual capabilities of bagpipes. <laughs> what? Now, we all know James is quite an amazing composer of notes, and bands such as Field Marshal have played his tunes before. I think it was the tunes called uh, Smelling Fresh. I think it was. I think it was their medley in 2019. It was in there. Uh, but yeah, James, uh, this is his first collection, I suppose. And for those of you interested, you can go and pick up a copy for pre-order now, I think, through his website. Indeed. Uh, I think the book is 20 quid. It's available from his Bandcamp page. Uh, So James Duncan McKenzie Collection, available now for pre-order. Go and check that out. It's definitely going to be worth picking up for anyone in the market for new music. Indeed. And apparently there's a little bit of a tease on the go that James may well be apparently releasing a third solo album late next year. So we'll definitely be keeping track of that. Hmm. Yeah. With interest, with interest. It seems to be since James left the guys of Braybrack, he's been incredibly busy composing all sorts of incredible new music and stuff, as well as competing as well at events such as the Northern Meeting. So he's been a busy man. He's been a busy man. And uh, So yeah, if you are interested in checking out this new music collection, go and check out James Duncan McKenzie on his Bandcamp page. It's available for pre-order now. Now, speaking of pre-order and the guys of Braybrack, I have to mention Megan. Yeah, Megan Henderson, of course, fiddle player with the Mighty Braybrack. Um, she put out an announcement there just last week about her debut solo album called Pilgrim's Souls. 
Oh, what? Yeah, it seems to be Megan is not just satisfied with thumping out the good tunes uh, with the guys of Brebrack there. She's now branching out and doing her own solo thing as well. Now, I have to say, as well, this is not an announcement that she's stepping away from uh, Brebrack. Not at all. If anything, this is just something that she's always wanted to do. We all know Megan has been uh, quite a prolific musician in the Celtic and folk scene for years. Uh, and yeah, she's been part of bands such as Salsa Celtica, the Grit Orchestra, Siobhan Miller, Chris Denver, Duncan Chisholm. She's played with some of the best in the world. She's been the int- instrumentalist of the year at the Scotch Trad Awards in 2012. And uh, she is quite a linchpin member of the guys of Brebrach there. And uh, this release called Pilgrim Souls has me excited. Now, I know that Megan's not a bagpiper by any means. And I know that I shouldn't be talking about something not bagpipe related here on the show but this has me as a piping fan very excited yeah because i know how big a role megan plays in the band that is Braybrack, and they are massive and i'm a huge Braybrack fan uh, yeah now that megan's going to be releasing her own music this is going to be all sorts of special so for more information go to meganhendersonmusic.com uh, where her album is now available for pre-order yeah pilgrim souls Coming soon in 2022, I'm definitely going to be wanting to pick up a copy of that, and I would recommend you guys do the same. Available for pre-order now. Go on, grab it. I think this will be a must for any Brayback fan. Or even if you're not a fan of Brayback, it's definitely worth picking up a copy, just because I know it's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Now, I have to give a mention, a brief mention, I should say, to Dan Nevins. Yep, shout out to Dan. He's put out a bit of an announcement recently that he's been working behind the scenes on the audiobook for Peabrickers for Everyone. Now, he put, yeah, specifically today as recording this, he had to say that there's certain countries that are no longer accepting books in the post. Hmm. Now, this had a lot of people scratching their heads going, what, really? Well, yeah, apparently so. With current restrictions and everything being as they are, and as well as various postal dates, I suppose, with Royal Mail and all of that, then there's quite a number of countries that are no longer accepting books on the post. Yeah. So, yeah, if you do want to get your hands on Peabrickers for everyone, then don't despair, because... Yeah, Dan has been working on the audiobook, which is almost finished. Apparently, it'll be ready for launch in January next year. So, about a month away from now, you'll hopefully get the audiobook version of Peabrickers for Everyone. And trust me, you're going to want to pick that up. <laughs> because Dan himself reads it. And I, um, you know, I've already read the book and it's fascinating. Uh, but, and I do think there's some points where I just didn't get it. I just wasn't get because I'm a drummer. Come on, let's face it. I'm reading a book about Peabrick. But, yeah, to hear Dan actually explain it to you, yeah, that's going to be worth its weight in gold. So, Peabrick for, is for everyone. Brand new audiobook coming out in January. Also, I think there's going to be an ebook release of Peabrick is for everyone coming up very soon as well. And we'll certainly uh, keep our ear to the ground. But that, I think that's January as well. But that's kind of a provisional date. We'll have to wait and see. But there you go. If you are interested in picking up a copy of Peabrickers for Everyone, yeah, uh, unfortunately getting an actual book in the mail may be very difficult at this point, but yeah, we have an audiobook and a potential ebook release coming up early next year, I would say. So shout out to Dan Evans. Very much looking forward to that. Indeed. Now, before we get into this week's topic, I do have to mention Tartan Tunes. Yes, this week on Tartan Tunes, this weekend actually, on Sunday night when we're recording this, they have... 
quite a legendary figure in the drumming scene going to be attending on Tartan Tunes. Now, Tartan Tunes don't normally feature drummers, but this one's going to be all sorts of awesome. I'm really looking forward to this. They have the legend Paul Brown. What? Yeah, Paul Brown. Oh, that's going to be all sorts of incredible because Paul, as you guys know, has a wealth of experience in the piping scene uh, with a lot of the top flight bands, has played at the highest level and lifted world championships all over the place. And so, yeah, he has a wealth of experience in the, in the drumming scene and is also a fully qualified adjudicator as well and has judged in that grade one circle quite a number of times now. And... Uh, yeah, I am absolutely fascinated. I cannot wait to see this interview with Paul Brown. It's going to be quite an interesting conversation there, for sure. So for those of you interested in catching up with Paul Brown and Peter and Davey, of course, at Tartan Tunes, then go and check them out on Sunday. Uh, what date is it on Sunday? Actually, just double-check my calendar. The 19th. Yeah, 19th of December. That's when that will be broadcast live over social media. So go and check that out. An interview with Paul Brown. That's going to be all sorts of awesome. Paul's always great crack, you know, I can tell a great story too, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Oh, and as well, uh, for those of you looking tickets uh, to the Celtic Crossing uh, event there with the Memphis Pipe Band, I have to mention uh, that their fundraising concert, Celtic Crossing, is now sold out. There you are, so you're out of luck. Uh, So if anyone was hoping to uh, go and attend that concert with the Memphis Pipe Band and that, it's sold out. So I hope you guys have the best possible crack uh, this weekend. I think it's happening on the 18th. Uh, so, yeah, have the best night, folks. And hopefully we'll see the odd photo or that from the event. See, let us know how it went. Indeed. Alrighty, guys. Well, with that being said, I am sure there's probably some news stories out there that we haven't mentioned. But <sighs> there's been so much. The way the situation is here at the in the UK at the moment with the pandemic and everything, it seems to be the goalposts are moving every five minutes. And don't even get me started on the whole politics of it all, because it's all very, very confusing. The story with the pandemic and everything has had a knock-on effect on gigs here in the UK. Specifically, there's been one very recently, actually, from when I hit record here tonight. Uh, Scarivore, who had all sorts of a winter tour lined up for this upcoming month and next month, they've had to reschedule a whole bunch of dates. So the Queen's Hall in Dunoon, Kelso, Stirling, Livingston, Glasgow even as well, have all had to been rescheduled to various different dates throughout the calendar for next year. Which is horrible news for Scarivore fans and it doesn't bode well because Scarivore are kind of one of the biggest Celtic and folk bands here in the UK. And if they're going to be rescheduling dates, then I dare say there may well be others. So if you do have tickets to go and see your favourite band over the next week, two, three weeks, then possibly go and check the listings for it. It, mm, Yeah, they may well be changed. Like I said, it's difficult for us on the Big Rab Show here to even keep up because restrictions, guidelines and government edicts and stuff are incredibly difficult to keep up with and uh, it seems to be a gig is on one minute it's off the next and then it's back on the very next minute after that it's very confusing so if you have got tickets to go and see your favorite artist in concert please do make sure that the concert is still happening before you actually leave your home there you are (laughs) Ah, so, yeah, and of course, if you do want to keep up on the latest, then the best place for it is over there on the Big Rab Show Facebook page or indeed on Twitter. Or we do what we can on social media to keep our news and that as current as possible on our social media. So, the podcast here is a weekly thing, 
But the social media thing is an R by R thing. We do our best to keep up as best we can with their finger on the pulse of the piping scene. Indeed. So there you are. Alrighty, folks. Well, with that in mind, at this point in the show, if there is any news stories and stuff that we have neglected to talk about, like we said, please do let us know. Our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Definitely consider dropping us in an email and letting us know about the stuff that Rab got wrong. Stuff that Rab got wrong. Indeed. And oh, at this point in the show, actually, I have to give a, a bit of a shout out this week to Catherine. Yay! Shout out to Catherine, uh, who listens to the Big Rab Show pod every single week and uh, who's actually been presenting a show over there on Fuse FM Morn. Yeah. Now, I managed to tune into Catherine's first show and I have to say it was absolutely awesome. Awesome! <laughs> now, I'm sure Catherine right now is probably uh, screaming at our podcast player going, Rab, shut up. Uh, but for those of you who are interested, go and tune in to Fuse FM Morn. That's M-O-U-R-N-E, rather than Fuse FM Balamoney, which is where we are. Uh, two different Fuse stations. Uh, one's based in Kilkeel and the other one in Balamoney. Uh, so Catherine presents a show over there in Fuse FM Morn, and it's definitely worth listening to. It's quite an entertaining show. And she does play some piping on there as well. I think she played some Field Marshal for me this week. So there you are. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, so I do know that she listens to the pod and she mentioned it on our show and everything. So just wanted to give her a mention on this week's pod to say hi. Hi, Catherine. How are you doing? Thanks for giving me a shout on your radio show this week. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, let's get into this week's topic of the week, shall we? Yeah, I do think it's time for a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClelland from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand 
and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corp is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers on their tours. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and I have to say, that cup of tea went down an absolute treat, man. I really needed that this week. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I don't know. When it comes to Topic of the Week time, that is the best cup of tea in the week for me. I don't know. There you go. Uh, But yeah, we do what we can to try and keep up with all the news and views and stuff from throughout the week, but we know that it's impossible sometimes. There's just so much that we just can't kind of list it all here on the show otherwise we would be just reading a hashtag list you know so yeah like i said keep yourself tuned in on the big rab show social media and that's where you'll do it and you'll get caught in everything now there was one such story that i did neglect to mention and i'll have to give it a mention of course this week and that is the spirit of nova scotia virtual world tour for their royal international tattoo Yeah, now we've shared out the link for this a couple of times now, but yeah, the Royal Nova Scotia International Tattoo is going to be happening online. And for more information, of course, there are links and everything available on the Big Rab Show Facebook page where you can go and grab tickets for this and watch it virtually. Now, the beauty about this is is that you can watch it all, the entire tattoo, from the comfort of your living room. And a cup of tea in hand, of course. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, But every ticket sold helps raise money. For the for the pipes and drums in the Royal Nova Scotia area, indeed. In the Nova Scotia area, you'll be helping, helping young pipers and drummers pick up the instrument and for tuition, etc. So, yeah, if you are interested in this, then, of course, head along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We've shared out all the links and stuff. And every ticket sold does help raise money for charity. Now, the beauty about this as well is that there is no set ticket price. You can name your own cost for this. So, yeah... But you know, just donate what you can afford, I suppose. And yeah, you name your price and you grab your ticket and then you sit down on your sofa and know that you've raised money for charity. There you are. So go and check that out. The Spirit of Nova Scotia and their, yeah, the Royal International Nova Scotia Tattoo happening this weekend. Yeah, the 16th to the 19th, actually, just when I'm recording this. Uh, so, yeah, all the details are up there now on the Big Rab Show social media with all the links and whatnot for you to go and grab your tickets now and help raise money. Indeed. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, that was quite cheeky of me to squeeze in another news story there, wasn't it? Did you notice how I did that? Anyway. (laughs) Let's get into this week's topic, shall we? Enough of the news already. There's so much of it. That's scary, man. Yes, this week, you may well have guessed by the title of this week's episode, we're catching up with quite a well-known figure in the piping scene here in Northern Ireland. Yes, Brian Hassan. You guys may well know him as being a member of Colum Kill Pipe Band. He's also an RSPBA Northern Ireland photographer. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's also part of the Northern Ireland branch as well. And uh, But we have him on the show this week for a very different reason. And you're about to find out why. So without further ado, let's welcome back Brian Hassan to the Big Rab Show podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Brian Hassan. Brian, how are you, man? I'm great. Thank you very much for having me on. You know, it's oh, been a while cool. since uh, the last appearance, but it's good. It has been a while. I, if anything, we were chatting about this earlier, but full disclosure for the listeners, by the way, we this is our second attempt at trying to record this <laughs> um, because technology keeps letting us down. But at the last time we were able to actually chat in person, you were on. Our yes, Fusion. that's right. It was Fuse, yeah. yeah. 
was lovely evening. I remember well. It's a nice drive up and a uh, great interview along with yourself and Aye, Sally well, down the road again. <laughs> it was a good night's crack and we didn't have to depend on internet connections and stuff no. like that. Uh, <laughs> don't talk to me, but we'll do our best. Well, if anything, we have you on this show for a very good reason and we'll get into that. But first of all, I kind of just want to catch up with you, really. So how's things uh-huh. been with yourself, man? Uh, things have been good. Um I've been struggling a wee bit with my chest and cough, but I think it's just this time of year, you know, and mm-hmm. so I've had some time off work, but I'm back to normal now. So the band's practising as well, so um, we're knee-deep in learning new stuff and oh, getting ourselves ready and trying to prepare for 2022 in the hope that there is some kind of a season. Ah, that's the hope, and exactly. Well, for folks who don't know, uh, you play with the band Column Kill, and uh, yeah. yeah, you guys were involved actually in something I wanted to chat to you about about the the showcase event that our own yeah. Northern Ireland branch held. And you guys played at the first one in Anthem yeah. there. How did you find the showcase events here? Well, from my own personal point of view and from the band's point of view, we were delighted because it's been a long, hard time, you know, where it looked like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. And um, Anthem, when the executive came up with the idea of doing the showcases, um, it just said, yeah, let's do this. And it allowed us to come and play our repertoire. It was student concert formation, not to be cocky or anything, but to say, we want everybody to hear and we want to play, you know. So, mm. so um, it was great. Uh, when I was looking around anyway, maybe I shouldn't be looking around, I should be concentrating on the pipe <laughs> nature's foot. But when I was looking around, Afterwards, the comments, they genuinely enjoyed it, you know. Um, so we felt very lucky that we could come to Antrim and we felt uh, we were very appreciative of the executive for pushing ahead and doing uh-huh. the offence, you know, which was, it was a bit of light in the tunnel, you know. Definitely, yeah. And I think the overall feeling was that people didn't care if it was a competition or not. Just the fact that we could get together and play again, Brian, so special yeah. for everyone and even i don't know as soon as i heard the first opening roll on the park i heard that three-piece roll i was like oh my god this is what i've been missing you know <laughs> once you heard that sound you know it's just so special man i, I never thought uh, maybe i shouldn't say this but i'll say it i never thought i would appreciate the day where i could go to a green and hear the sound of a bagpipe chill it up you know I, in the yeah. distance well, that's uh, it you do you miss know, it. Oh, absolutely. See, at the start, I have to be honest with you, at the start, I kind of thought, you know what, this is good. It's a wee recharge and reset. But as time went on, then, when you're doing something so long, I mean, like, I was drumming 30 years there. Mm. No, and you're, like, this year, and you're like, you miss it because you don't, you know nothing else, you know? Exactly. Yeah, 100%. So, now I think the showcase events were a huge success, and I do take my hat off to the executive, and uh you know, in our first time round trying to record this, we were, we did talk about um, briefly about how the showcase events were a real launching kind of a launch point for youngsters and for youth coming through. Uh-huh. Uh, did you find that yourself, Brian, when you were there? Well, we didn't play in Bangor, which was the second showcase. And I forgot mm-hmm. to mention earlier on when we were talking about the solos too. I'll give you a brief on the solos, you know. Yeah. There the interest was massive, but it was still great to see young ones Aye. committed to the art of piping and drumming. 
mm-hmm. coming out and entering. It was really great. Um, and then we were banger. Now, Colin Kill was an app banger, so as you know, I did the, the photos for the branch as well. Yeah. And um, I was there taking photographs. And the, I have to say, the main thing that caught me that day was the kids. Aye. There's so it was, many. Oh, it was unbelievable. I think um, Down Academy and McDonald Academy, I think, are yeah. the two who had the, all the kids out. And I'm sure other bands had kids out too. Um, but, I mean, you know, it just lightened my heart that day. You see kids on playing with no stress of being judged by an adjudicator. Um, And it's very hard for kids these days, especially in a competition band, to get experience. The only way you get experience is to get out and get playing. You know, and I I think when we talked earlier, I said the thing that it's always stuck with me. Um, Even when I was judging drum pads at the solos or whatever, I would hit to be the person responsible for writing something on a sheet mm. that would put a kid off. Because what the the showcase offense did do, mm. and it did it for Colin Kill, was it added the fun factor. Definitely. To yeah. piping and drumming. That wasn't as serious. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get bogged down in competition and oh uh, we're bit today because this boy is judging and we're bit yeah. today because <laughs> so, you know sometimes we forget to have fun and that's why our music repertoire for Anthem was like here let's play our Stapatafidra you know mm-hmm. it's different nobody else is going to play it that's how we do it you know that's and um, I, I, I have to say I know the executive nearly always gets up a, a stick to their SPBNA but they've done remarkably well to get the three events and to the councils too who sponsored the events you know mm-hmm. and what was beautiful what was beautiful about the showcase events was the branch was actually in a position to give bands some money for appearing out, which yeah. I don't know about other bands, but it certainly helped Colin Kill because in the two years that we've been off, we've had no income. That's it. A lot of bands are in that position, you know, Just unable to fundraise. Absolute, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it, exactly, yeah. So I think it were a roaring success and long may they continue. And yeah, I hope there will be more of them in the future. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, going forward, I would love to see it where maybe we have one or two of them a year. And this would allow yeah. for kids to come out, maybe bands to come out and try different stuff. And just kind of, I feel we'll get the chance to, not, I have a second go at getting this. No, getting this right. No, it's not, it shouldn't be all about competition, but I mean, we're a competition band, so our That's focus it. is competition. But if we get the chance to do something else, why not um, do it? Why not? Uh, exactly, Brian. Yeah, 100%. Well, I have to ask you then, well, you're obviously, you're kind of, have, you are involved in the Northern Ireland branch. And am I right yeah. in saying that you are, I'm going to read this, actually, just make sure I get it right. You're the safeguarding officer for yes. the Northern Ireland branch. What does that mean? What does the job entail? Well, I mean, Every every organisation, as you know now, safeguarding is a huge, huge, huge issue for every organisation. And um, because of my experience of working with the Western Trust and I work with adults with learning disabilities, and every year I get mm-hmm. safeguarding training for adults and children. You know, it's about um, ensuring you know that we provide a, an enjoyable and a safe environment for mm. kids and for our volunteers as well. It's not just for everybody thinks. No child protection is about kids. Mm. It is, but safe, it's now called the safeguarding policy. So that safeguards everybody. Um, I see. Yes. 
And our, just to make people aware, people may not be aware that our safeguard policy is updated and it's on the RSPBA NA website. I see. If you go to, if you go to documents, mm-hmm. you'll see it sitting there. Myself and the new project manager, Michelle Shelby, Michelle, are the yeah. nominated officers. And mm-hmm. So we're just there to kind of, if something comes in, to make sure that it's dealt with in the proper channels and that right. the proper authorities are involved or whatever it needs to be. See. And uh, obviously, you know, we're very lucky, but, you know, it's important for the RSPBNA to have it in place. Oh, certainly, yeah. But here's hoping that it's something that we'll never really have to enact or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, We absolutely. hope that they're not too busy, is what we're saying. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, for sure, but I, I think people... Will will take comfort in the fact that knowing that there's a policy there, yeah. and that there's officers there as well, uh, and um, they try and help if anything does arise, you know. Yeah, hundred percent, Brian. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so I have to also ask, and you had a previous role. You had an involvement with the music board. Is that right? Could, tell I did us indeed, about yeah. that. What was that? Well, I was the drummer rep for Northern Ireland on the music board uh, right. a few a few years back, and I think the last kind of thing I. I the voice of my opinion always the drum majors. Oh, see. Uh, yeah. Issue, but um, the music board is kind of where, now you have to be qualified to get on the music board. You have to have your SCQF level six and either see. piping or drumming to get on the board. So everybody who hmm. sits on the music board is actually qualified, qualified. to be there. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. The same, it's the same in the adjudicator panel or, you know, anybody who's on there is qualified to be on there, which is a good thing. But the music board kind of looks after um, you know, the, like musical requirements and yeah, you know, right. grades and like, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on in there. That trust me, you would some sometimes you don't want to be there, you know. But <laughs> I what I can yeah. what I can tell the people is RSPBNI are well represented. Now my brother Marcus a rep and Alan Ferguson. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, right. And both both are fairly focal within the music board but what i would say rob is you know and this is only coming from me personally is i'm not speaking on behalf of the branch or anything here no, this no, is no. personally is <laughs> i often feel that there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there oh for sure social media is full of them. <laughs> absolutely full of them but my message is if there's something that people have an issue with in the music board hmm. the two reps are mark and al Chat to them. You know who to contact. Yeah. Yeah. Chat mm-hmm. to them because they're there to represent the branch. And the, yeah. branch, and the branch represents the bands. They which, are. you know, and it's the same with the, the monthly meetings as well. You know, mm-hmm. if bands have good issues, bring them to the, the meeting. Bring them to the meeting. That's, I, yeah. that's the platform for doing it. And there's nothing wrong with bringing issues. Sometimes, no. you know, that's how things get resolved. But you know, you, if it. you want to sit behind behind your keyboard and type away, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, here we go again. Oh. But, you know, the platforms are there. So I, I just think it's vital that if people have got issues, and I'm sure there is issues, and, you know, we're not perfect. We never will be perfect. No. But if you want to get something across, then the, that's the platform. Contact the reps. You know, because, I mean, like, I, I can go to Scotland and or the refs could go to Scotland and sit, but if, you know, there's nothing to report on behalf of the French, then, you that's know, it. You have nothing to say. the bands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, we've been saying it time and time again here in the show that you need to attend meetings. If you do want to affect change and you're not happy with things, 
that's where you do it, you know? Yeah. So it's, exactly. it's, like any other, it's like any other organization, you know? Um, I mean, like, we're not perfect. And if you've got a shoe, just go and, and air them, you know? It's mm. not to say that you'll not be listening because that's the platform. But, you know, I, I mean, like, uh, it'd be nice to see bands take that route and, you know, yeah. just, well, we've an issue with this. Let's go and, no talk about it anyway at least you know exactly exactly brian i couldn't agree more indeed so no that's it sounds, it sounds like i'm uh, not at all no. <laughs> i just kind of i just kind of been uh passionate about it you know because i mean it's easy to write something on your facebook oh, of course it is yeah that's it and hide behind you know. a secret name you know and all of that <laughs> oh, we've seen it we've seen it here in the rab show man oh, i'm times. sure you have yeah I'm sure you have. <laughs> But no, that's it. You know, we keep telling people we can't solve the problems here in Rab shows. You need to go to your branch and talk, you yeah. know, and that's the only way forward, man. Yeah. So no, you're preaching to the converted. You know, we know exactly what you're talking <laughs> Absolutely. about. Absolutely. <laughs> so I have to say then with COVID and everything and various lockdowns and everything, it's been quite a negative time in the piping scene. So we're definitely hopeful for 2022. But with lockdowns and everything, Brian, it's also give you an opportunity to do something really quite interesting. And that's the reason why we have you on this week's podcast, actually. Tell yeah. us what you've been up to, mate, over lockdown. Well, when lockdown started and everything was stopped, I thought, what am I going to do here? <laughs> because normally I was like, you know, out at ukulele, uh, out at band practice, doing pantos. <laughs> I, you know, I was flat in the tunnel and, and, and let's... That's the way I like to be, you know, I like to be pussy and I'm all stopped. And I thought, what are we going to do here? So I seen a course being advertised through the Waterside Theatre called City Prices, and it was creative writing for adults. Oh, I see. And I've I've done writing before, you know, because in 2010 I wrote a play. uh, It was called Changes, and it was about the relationship between me and my grandfather. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I was very close to him. And if it wasn't for him, then I would never be a drummer today. Wow. So, yeah. Over the lockdowns, I started to write poetry and short stories, and oh, I actually found a love for it, you know, and I've yeah. been doing it ever since. And then just a, a couple of months ago, I was lucky enough to be in a position to put it on the recollection and the a little book. Hey, there you go. So for <laughs> folks watching the video, we're actually seeing it here now. So yeah, a collection, short stories, poems, and poems memoir. A memoir. Yeah. yeah. So by Brian Hashin. So this is now available, shameless plug, but it's available <laughs> through Amazon. You know, where folks yeah. can actually get this. So I am absolutely fascinated. I mean, I've known you for the longest time as being a drummer, photographer, guy with the association, but now you're a writer as well. Yeah. So this is kind of a hidden talent, I suppose. Absolutely. And you know what? It, it's funny because people know the kind of character I am and the character I like to be is the fun, have a bit of laugh. <laughs> yeah. and, but sometimes when I write, it's mm. like a very different side of me oh, that really? comes out, you know. Sometimes, right. I get, sometimes I guess my closure on things. And I, um, I mean, like, you know, we're all storytellers, you know, Rob. We all oh, have we a, love a good yarn. Yeah. And we can all <laughs> talk, you know, and. I'm like these are my words, but people might be that they relate them in some way or have a connection to the story. Not necessarily my story, but the the story itself, you know. And I, I just know. thought I found it powerful, and words can be powerful. Certainly, yeah, no, for sure. Well, if, if anything, I'm dying to hear some. Can we have like a little excert or something from the book, Brian? Have you any readings yeah. there for us? I ha- I have a f- 
you're lucky enough. I've got a few marked out here. Oh, good, good, um, good. <laughs> but the, the first, the first one I want to read uh, from is called "Stepping Back," mm-hmm. and I wrote this in 2015. But then I updated it again this year. Uh, no, during the lockdown. This is based on the night before the World Championships in 2015. I sent a Facebook status to say that I would be standing down as leading drummer after the World Championships. I think the I next remember day. that. Yeah. I remember that. And mm-hmm. I got flooded with messages and support, uh, the support was brilliant, but I just felt the time was right. And sometimes you need a, you need a bit of change. Mm. So th- this was called Step Back. And um, so I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs from this because it's just a good few pages on it, but I'll read the, the parts that stick out for me. Sure. Um, so with about 10 minutes to go before we play, bang. The realization suddenly hits me that this will be my last time needing to core in the ring. This is tough for me to deal with as I'm an emotional guy, but the core are aware of it too. In our team talk with only five minutes ago, I try to keep the focus away from me and my situation. Instead, I encourage the core to give it their all. They deserve to give themselves another good run in the final. Finally, it's time. Here we are. The band receives the final call to enter the arena for the final time. Mark calls us off and away we go. The only one thing that I remember from the performance itself is I kept saying to myself, this is too good. It's going, to go, it's going too well. And I'm waiting for something to go wrong or a mistake to come. But nothing happens. When we come to the finish, there's a huge clap from the spectators around the arena. There's also cheers from our fans. And most importantly, there's smiles from the boss man, my dad, and all the playing members. Now, once again, it all rests with the judges. Something strange happens, though. After the smiles, the realisation finally sets in. I'm finished as leading drummer of Colin Kill. Suddenly I'm battling hard to keep my tears on. Then a sense of warmth of flowing, a warmth, sorry, a sense of warmth flowing from behind me. Barney has come. It feels as though if he's standing right behind me, looking over my shoulder, as he once did with a smile. I take great comfort in knowing that Barney has let me do exactly what I needed to do, and he has guided me through this day. I stand in the arena, a proud man. I'm proud of her performance. I'm proud of everything I am as a leader. I know none of this would have been possible without Barney pushing me in the very beginning. And, you know, wow. the, the, the finish <laughs> of the story is Colin Kill were very lucky in 2015 that we actually won our second world title and really deservedly so. It was a great day, you know, so... That's one heck of a story, Brian. I'm getting the chills from hearing that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I mean, like I was just my granddad, and, you know, I wanted to be a piper when I was younger. Right. And my brother, Mark, wanted to be a drummer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's the reason why my dad's bald. He tried to show me the scale. I just couldn't oh, get it no. at all. No. <laughs> going out to a drummer, son, you know. So, <laughs> and the guy teaching the drummers, he he, he, he says, you never make a drummer. And my granddad had a very uh, strong attitude. He says, 
you yeah. are going to make a drummer and he started me off and you know without that at the start and then just that day it's on real rab i was yeah. standing there and i just felt the warmth. even see this i'm talking to you now uh, i feel a warmth from behind my back you know oh, I wow it's, it's really <laughs> i don't want to freak people out but that's how i felt on the day yeah. and you know i remember going to play for the drum majors after that mm-hmm. and i was left playing my own because the boys forgot the parts and all <laughs> but it just I bur- I burst out of tears then. But you know, that was me. Uh, and you know, I kind of let it out, and that, and that was it. And the band one of the, the words was the cherry on the topic. You there know? you go. Yeah, I remember that all happening at the time, you know, and uh, just hearing that, Brian, that's an amazing story, man. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, well, that kind of gives people a bit of an idea of what's going to be held in this book. Now, it's not just about piping and all of that, I have to say. This is about kind of everything and around you, your place up there in Derry, Stroke, London, Derry. You know, everything that you've been involved in throughout your life this last while. There's one thing I need to ask you about. I've read (laughs) the reviews, okay. Uh I've looked at the listing on Amazon, and one of the questions is uh, a surprising amount of squirrels. (laughs) <laughs> what is that about tell me about right. that well i wrote a when, when lockdown first happened i i work with adults with learning disabilities and they do daycare and we specialize in theater and drama and performance and that yeah so they were they weren't allowed into the center anymore so that was all stopped mm-hmm. so we were doing what we're called an outreach program mm-hmm uh, and one of the days I collected up one of the guys and uh, we went to St. Collins Park right. in, the, in the waterside. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be sitting and I can't, I'm pretty sure I carry a wee, uh, a wee notebook in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I make an observation or if I see something, I I write it down and then like maybe later I'll, yeah, I'll turn it on the phone. Yeah. So it was sitting there anyway this day and the weller and I was just listening to the sounds and the next thing two wee squirrels appeared in front of me mm-hmm. and they were chasing each other around. <laughs> so <clears throat> that story is called The Reset of Nature, which which involves two squirrels. I think I called them Huey and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> don't know where it came from. But then the rest of the squirrels in the book actually come from, for a long time, as you know, I do photography. Yeah. I had been trying to catch a picture of a red squirrel. Oh, that's difficult which, to do. Yeah, yeah. which are, um, they're not as common. When, if you see grey squirrels about, the likelihood is that there'll be no reds about because the greys kill yeah, the reds. They do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went one day, I was told by a, a source of mine that if you go here, there's definitely red squirrels, you get a photograph. Okay. So I went in the hunt for a picture of the red squirrel. Mm-hmm. And I actually, when I was driving there, I was like, do you know the film, The Hunt for Red October? Yeah. Submarines? <laughs> and so, would that be a great title for a story, The Hunt for the Red Squirrel? <laughs> and, That's brilliant, yeah. <laughs> I, I used it. And I went, and I didn't get a picture of the red squirrel that day. And I combined, I was disappointed, it was raging. And then I was talking to the another source and I says, if you go here, mm-hmm. you'll get a, a, a photo of the red squirrel. So I went there, no red squirrels. Oh, for goodness sake. And I called that one, <laughs> the hunt for the red squirrel, the sequel. <laughs> because it was, it's was part of a journey of um, trying to get a photograph of the red squirrel. And I was go. like, 
good. Uh, and then I somebody said to me, oh, you were looking in the wrong place. You've got to go back there. They're definitely there. And I said, okay. I jumped my car and I went back to the place. And I went to the place where the person said, and there was the red squirrel. Oh, and I was go. like, uh, that was the final the story, which are three installments. Uh, <laughs> the Hunt for the Red Squirrel, The Hunt for the Red Squirrel, the sequel, yeah. and The Hunt for the Red Squirrel, the capture. Ah, uh, there you go. When when I say capture, obviously I never um, impeded on this uh, no, no. habitat or anything. I stood at the distance with the lens. Mm-hmm. I was what they zoom in. Because I actually got I actually got a picture of them. And there's a wee picture in the book just to prove to people. Ah, the, the there he is. <laughs> it's, a wee, uh, it's a wee baby one too, you know. So, yeah. So there's three, there's four stories about squirrels in there. And I, and I thought the hunt for the red squirrel would be uh, kind of, not funny, but it would be nice in the start, middle and end, you know. And there then you are, yeah. I would build, I would build the poetry and short stories and around, you know, because, you know, like I said, Words can heal, and words words give me a wee bit of closure. There's mm-hmm. like there's a wee a, an acrostic poem in here mm-hmm. that I want to read. Uh, that I'm going to read for you. It's very short. Yeah, go ahead. But I don't know if you know or the, the, the viewers know that an acrostic poem in the first letter of each line spells out a word. I see. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. th- this one's called my new look. Mm-hmm. At first, I noticed, but I paid no heed. Little bald spots appearing in the stubble on the chin. All her patches became visible in the back of the head. People often stared. I felt weary and insecure. Enlightened, I was self-aware, sometimes out of sight, out of mind. Careful not to show it when people were watching. Yes, I cried. Innocently, a child asked, have you got cancer? After much self-deliberation, I went bold. So as a lot of people know that I am bold, mm-hmm. but the reason that I am bold is because I have what you call alopecia. Oh, um, I was trying to follow the letters as you were going. And yes. I, I couldn't get it. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 that's what, you know, that's, that's why, you know, I see. Yes. I mean, like, I can remember everything in that is absolutely true. You know, my anxiety mm-hmm. of about, you know, about, you know, potentially going bald and yeah. once I went back and see now since I've been bald when people see pictures of me with hair they go oh look you have hair <laughs> so yes I know <laughs> that's a surprise uh, to some people that's yeah. a surprise <laughs> so I think I think being away in Russia in 2017 mm. with the guys and playing in the Red Square I got a lot of staring at that time No, and I was really? like I mm. this needs to change because what happened was I could control the chin because I could shave. Yes, yes. But the back of the head, it was visible that there was two massive big spots. No, it started off small and it joined up. Yeah. Uh, so when I come back from that, not long after Russia, I... That's it with the razor. Yeah. Now, now every couple of days, we gel that back too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the job, right? And we test the Mr. Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, if anything, I, I think the power of words can, as you say, convey your emotion and through a difficult time. But as you say, they can also heal as well, you know? Yeah. And I think throughout this COVID nonsense, hopefully we're the other side of it very soon and we're back on the grass again. And I do expect to see more writing from you now, Brian. 
Well, <laughs> um, I am. I, I, I currently write right away. Um, hmm. And I've just had a, a poem accepted into an anthology of poetry. Oh, really? Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, and uh, some other stuff out at the minute as well. So maybe here we're back. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, That's so, great to hear. Yeah, it's just, a, you know, for me anyway, I'm like, an, especially, especially for starter COVID, Rab, mm. I have good stories that aren't in this book, may appear in another book, you know, stuff called like Two Clowns, and it was actually based on Arlene Foster and Michelle O'Neill, you know, my <laughs> frustration, yeah. oh. my frustration at what mm-hmm. was happening at the time, and, you know, yeah. obviously, I know it's obviously a difficult job, but I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook, but I don't know if song, but and I put the words into the book, and it's called My Wee Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's based on, I think, my old man's with us, man, or something like that there. Right. So I was like, <laughs> are we towns in lockdown? And that's the truth of that. And if you didn't see it coming, you're as blind as a buddy bat, you know, that kind of way. <laughs> and um, it's just basically, you know, sometimes I often felt the message coming out was strong and you mm. needed this to be safe and we needed to save people. I totally get that. But it was all doom and gloom and, was, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. none, none of them could crack a smile between them. And actually really no. frustrated me, you know? Definitely, um, yeah. But even, even that, that was a great release because that was a done then. Once I put it on paper, that was a done, you know? Yeah, it it's, it's off your chest now at that stage. It's off, it's off yeah. your chest, you know, it's like a, but you're right, the, I, I just can't wait to see the light at the end of the final tunnel. You know, mm. I think that no matter what happens, as long as it doesn't stop us getting out onto the grass next season for whatever length of season it is, um, it looks promising because I've seen on Facebook, I don't know if you've seen it, the Edinburgh t- tattoo is going ahead next August. A lot of that, yeah, that's really good news. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, when I've seen that, it was all, Yes, well, the words definitely all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my hope as well. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, I have to say a huge thank you for joining us on the podcast this week, mate. Thank you. And uh, for anyone who's looking to pick up a copy of the book, then can you remind us of the title and where they can get it? Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, thank you again, Rob, for having me on. I really appreciate it. You know, no problem. It's, um, it's great to even get on, even chat about the book. I feel a wee bit of buzz again, you know. It's, <laughs> it's funny how it's surreal seeing it. But yeah, it's called A Collection, Short Stories, Poems and Memoir. And it just simply has Brian Hassan at the bottom. And it's, I think it's $5.99. You know, yeah. it's a reasonable price. And if anybody's looking for stocking fillers or actually looking to see how mad Brian Hassan is, Go ahead and buy it. I'll, I'll leave a review if you wish, you know. And you got a bit of bring an it, bring, bring it along to the competitions and I will happily sign it for anyone who wants to sign. Oh, fantastic. Well, Brian, thank you so much for chatting to us this week, mate. And please give my best to everyone there in Colin Kill. And I hope I see you on the grass soon. I will indeed. And one thing for sure, if there's a competition, Colin Kill will be there. <laughs> Good stuff, Brian. Thanks, mate. Cheers. You're welcome, Rob. Oh, there you have it. Fantastic stuff. Thank you, Brian, for taking time to hang out with us here. And, uh, yeah, tell us all about your writing and that. So it's fascinating. Uh, Yes, of course, if there is any more details about any new releases coming up from Brian, we'll definitely let you guys know. So, yeah, go and check that out on Amazon. Go and pick up your copy and uh, be thoroughly entertained. Who would have thought? Brian's such a talented man, honestly. Fantastic stuff there. There you go. 
Well, guys, <clears throat> that's it for another topic of the week, and that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. I have to say, if you haven't already, then please do consider subscribing or even giving us that all-important follow, no matter where you're listening to us right now, because then each and every week you'll get a little bing to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. And if you would like to help support the show, of course, I've already plugged it, but I'll plug it again. Why not? Yeah, go and check us out on Patreon. The Big Rab Show on Patreon. There's a wealth of stuff back there, including your two-hour live radio show every single week, just for click and support, and all sorts of exclusive interviews, performances, videos. There's... uh, there's a wealth of stuff back there. It is, a, it is its own little community that we lovingly call the Patreon Faithful. So be part of the Patreon Faithful, help support the show, and get your hands in loads of extra piping goodness. Well, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thank you all so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And yes, we know that next week is the holidays. And uh, people have been asking, Rab... See, over Christmas and New Year's and stuff, will you guys be taking a break? You know, will you be throwing your heels up on top of the desk and just not recording anything? Um, Well, the answer to that is no. We'll be back next week for more bagpiping goodness. Each and every week. (laughs) This train doesn't stop running, my friend. We just keep on going. Keep on going, baby. The piping world doesn't stop, so why should we? Indeed. So we'll see you all next week for even more bagpiping goodness right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. So yeah, we'll see you next week, folks. (laughs) All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a Richard Parks MB. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two opening rolls and a Richard Parks MB. On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three early chanters, two opening rolls and a Richard Parks MB. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four parts to spade, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me it's World's Week. Four parts to spade, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the sixth day of Christmas my true love sent to me six judges judging it's world's week 
four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven sides a slap and six judges judging its world's week. Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight drum majors marching seven sides a slap and six judges judging its world's week. Four parsters pay three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides a slap and six judges judging its world's week. Four parsters pay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Ten officials shouting, nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides a slap and six judges judging its World's Week Four parts to spay Three early chanters Two opening rolls And a Richard Parks MB On the eleventh day of Christmas My true love sent to me Eleven pipers, pipers Ten officials shouting Nine supporters dancing Eight drum majors marching Seven sides a slapping Six judges judging It's World's Week Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten officials shouting, nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides slapping, six judges judging. It's a world's week. Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks MB.